Okay, Vishem Hashem Nasteonatsiach. We're on page Ale Shur chapter. This is about how we know the Torah is true. How could you change every aspect of your life if you're not true and listen to your Rebbe that some tells you sometimes tell you to do very difficult things, like the Chabad people that go to the four corners of the world, if you don't believe that the oral Torah is also true. So we're at the bottom. Of Nundalid, which is uh, chapter 12 of the Ali Shor, the bottom of 54. It says, Lucky and fortunate is the nation that has such a um, golden chance, and lucky is the nation that God, the true God, is its Lord. It says, Maran Abet Yosef, Rabbi Yosef Karo, he has a book called Magid Misharim. Are you familiar with it, Eitan? Yeah. It's like an angel came and told him a lot of the secrets of the Torah. Um, then it says, next page, It says, that generation, by the way, Lahavdil is like the all-star game. The Rav of the Shul in Safat was the none other than the Shulchan Aruch, Maran Yosef Karo. The Kabbalist was the Arizal. The Darshan was the Al Sheikh, Moshe Al Sheikh. Chazan. The Chazan was the Baal Chadoidi, Rosh Shlomo Al Kabetz. The Shamash was the Baal Sefer Charedin, Rabbi Lazar Askari. He was a Sadik Nistar most of his life. But um, he was a Mekubal also. So that, 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 since it was such a high caliber of people, Rav Shlomo Al-Kabetz, that wrote the Lachadodi, the most marvelous of all songs that we used to chant in the Shabbat, says that, Ikhtob lachem ma'aseh she'ireh koro ve'etuk m'meh Mekubal, Rav Shlomo Al-Kabetz, she'yeh mechaber v'bet... He says there's a letter that they had a uh, supernatural experience. Rav Shlomo Kabetz and Marana Bet Yosef and Narizal, they were learning the night of Shavuot and this is what happened. You see the small print? It says, Deu Lachem. Ki Yiskimu HaChasid HaMechaber. It says, Maran, the Bet Yosef, Rav Yosef Karo, they decided that to stay up the whole night of Shavuot and not sleep a second. And they, see, this is also another thing. When you don't have a neshama of a mitzvah, and you just do it as copycat and robotic, you miss the point. Somebody that stays up the whole night of Shavuot but schmoozes at the coffee station and eats cookies and cakes, and says Lashon Hara, and maybe even the Vulpes missed the boat. They they decided one year, this was not the custom of the Jews usually. It's interesting. A lot of things we do, people don't realize, is not all that ancient. Like saying the Lachadodi, you know, it's still only for like four or five hundred years old. Or staying up the night of Shavuot, it used to be ninety nine percent of Jews really didn't used to do it. Did you know that? But this is the story that caused this minhag of the Zohar to be reinvigorated. You understand? Mm-hmm. It says that we decided that night to stay up the whole night and not even be betul a second. 
And then they wrote the seder of the, the Ari, Azal made a whole seder tikkun for them to read the whole night. Understand? Now the Baal HaChadodi, which was a beautiful put together of songs and things, he put together, I, I believe probably on the base, based on the advice of the Arizal, what they should read. He said, all of us were reading the Torah from Bereshit to Vayachulu, that talks about Shabbat, in a beautiful voice. I'm just going to read it in English, and then you'll see the translation. Then we read, read, um, yeah, until Vayikra Moshe Koben Israel, until the end of the Parsha of Shema. And everything was done with extreme fear and reverence of heaven, with a beautiful melody. It was not even, the sweetness of their voices was not even imaginable. He says, Vachar Kach, and after that, we learned, yeah, we learned Mishnah. All of Zeraim. Then they learned Kabbalah. Al Derech Hamet. Uveret sheichdevu lemuda Mishnah v'lemanu shtei mesechtois. He says the the second that we started learning Mishnah, to, we started to learn two mesechtas. Like for example, I guess Brachot and Peah. He says the God Almighty. They heard a batko. Mm. He says, "Zachinu boreinu v'nishma kol amedaber mipi hasid." A heavenly voice came out of the mouth of the Maran, the Bet Yosef, the Bet Yosef Karo. It wasn't his voice. Kol gadol bechikugot yodu kol hashchidim hayu shomim. It was such a loud voice in the middle of the night; all the neighbors were able to hear it. Right? It's kind of like a dibuk, but this is like Almighty. It's not a neshama, it's like the batko. And it says, We wouldn't, we, they didn't understand the other people. It was, he said it was such a fierce, fierce and strong voice that they all fell on their faces. And like, and, and everybody's energy got sucked out. They couldn't look up to see where the voice was emanating from. From the great fear and reverence they had of the, of this, of this emanating voice. And it started to tell us like this. It says, It said, listen, my lovers, mahadrin mina mahadrin. Right? Like in Hanukkah, the people that do the mitzvah in the most first class way, mahadrin, my, my lovers. Shalom lachem, the vo- heavenly voice said. Ashrechem ba'ashrei yoladechem. Which means what? Happy are you and happy are your people that gave birth to you. Fortunate you in this world, fortunate you are where? The next, world. next world. That you put your time to give me a great crown this night. Because he says, this is, makes me cry. It's been so many years that the crown of the Shekhinah has fell on the floor. And there's nothing to console me. 
and I'm like thrown into uh, to, to dust, into the trash, right? The glory of the Shekhinah. And now, like Rabbi Vadia used to say, Now you have restored the grand glory, right? The crown glory of what? Of the Shekhinah. He's, he says, be strong, my, my friends. Be powerful, my lovers. My beloved. Be happy, be happy, be happy and rejoice and know that you are from what is called the Bnei Aliyah. I think that's a good name for Yeshiva actually. I hope nobody steals that. Bnei Aliyah means the, the people that are always growing better and better. Parenthetically, in Pirkei Avod, people don't know. Somebody that wants to stay an old-fashioned Jew, not in tradition, but just, he says, I've learned one Masechta and that's enough. Look at the Rabbeinu Yonah there in the first paragraph of Pirkei Avod. It says, Udelo, Udelo Yosif Mosif. Yeah, Hillel says it. It says, somebody that doesn't grow and learn more, it's better for him to die premature, God forbid, a young death. Somebody that doesn't learn Torah altogether, he has a death sentence over his head, right? Life is about getting closer to Hashem, whether in our Torah knowledge, even through Melacha. Exactly. Bracha means something that expounds. Life is an opportunity to get better and grow and closer to God. That's the reason for our life. And break our bad midot. And if you're a rabbi, I get cursed at and have false accusations against you. But, and not say anything. But, um, these are all opportunity for growth. So, once, once, you, there's no validity kind of to your life when you don't do that. When you just, some people. So he's saying that you are from the Bnei Aliyah. And you have merited to be in the next world, in the most highest echelons, chambers of the Shekhinah. And it says the voice of your Torah and the Hevel, the, the heat that emanates out of your mouth, Hevel Pichem, it went in front of God. This is the Shekhinah talking. He says, that's why I came to you. I'm a batko. He says, if you were ten people, because they were not ten people, their group that was learning that night of Shavuot. He says, it would have been even much more awesomely, you know, powerful. But he says, even so, in heaven they appreciate you and you're very fortunate. He says, go my children and be proud of yourself and be strong and become rejoiced in my love, in my Torah, in my fear. He says, if you would know, even one ten thousandth, one hundred thousandth, of the pain the Shekhinah has. Because God is our Father in Heaven. He doesn't want us to be in Galut. You understand? He said, even if you would have known one of the tenth thousandth of the pain that I'm at, you, you would never be happy. And you never laugh. Because it says, He Shekhinta Bigaluta. God's name has become disgraced. 
Because he says, I'm like thrown into what? Trash and to, to, into the dust. He said, He says, don't stop for a second to say idle words. Learn stark, very powerfully and diligently. Because he says, you know, whoever listens to her at night gets the spiritual... I mean, it, it says it's from Tehillim. It's the Gemara Chagiga. What does it say? Tod yeni orachayim sova semachot benechas uvalayla shiro imi. It says whoever sings to Hashem, which is Torah, the shira, like it says, hazino tashamayin. Tefilalechaya. He gets a chut shel chesed. He gets a certain mark on his forehead, on his soul, that the angel of death. And the Satan can't buy it, right? So since, since you're learning Torah at night, you have this mark of um, kindness on you and your Torah. Your Torah is very beloved in front of Hashem. So he says, now you, all of you have to stand on your feet. And he said, say like on Yom Kippur, Baruch Shem Kibod Malchuto It was a very auspicious moment, you understand? It was such a high spiritual level that it kind of became like Yom Kippur and Shavuot mixed together, you understand? So the bat call told them you have to stand. <laughs> it says we, we, we ceded to that commandment of the heavenly voice. Then it said go back to your learning and don't do what? Pause for a second. Pause for a second. He says all these things we heard. Our ears heard. And many other things it told us that were very um, wise words and a lot of other big guarantees that was going to happen to us. And it says all of us started crying, cries of laughter, of happiness. And it says, And he says, We heard the Shekhinah crying actually. Because of our sins. Until it became nets. It became sunrise. And he says the whole night. We didn't stop learning for a second. And we did it with extreme rejoicing and happiness. And it says when we went to the morning. They went into the mikvah of Ariza, right? Like we had done the two days before. And then they found another three people going to the mikvah there. That were not with us learning at night. And we yelled at them. And he says, you guys, we, we, we told them this, <laughs> right? Probably it had been, uh, I would presume it had been a few thousand years, at least a thousand years since anybody had it. I don't, I don't say, I don't, I say I'm an encyclopedia of Torah, but I don't think since the time of the Talmud, the Bavli, there had been a Batko. So they had been Zoha to this Batko that hadn't been around for at least a thousand years. Whatever, 800, 900 years. And they, their heart like died inside of them. And they slapped each other in the face. And they started crying that they missed out, they didn't learn with us the whole night. And he says, we became powerful. We also became sad because we would, they even would have had a greater bot call, right? If there were 10 people, you understand? And then he said, yeah, we lost out because of you. 
So they they said, let's also stay up the next night. And we'll be t- ten. So they, right there and there at the mikveh, they agreed to do that. So it says, so it says, V'im shebelayla rishon shana he says we didn't sleep much during the day because the Rabbi Yosef Karo, the Bed Yosef, wanted us to be there after Mincha. They said they they did the second night also. Yeah. They stayed up. That's why in the yeshivas, by the way, they have a minute to stay up both nights. Mm-hmm. It's based on this. Uh, this is all recorded in the Shlach Kaddish, by the way. So he says, he says, from the great happiness, we were 10. And even, right at Chatzot, we didn't even start learning the Mishnah. Rak Tekev Shinu Korinu Debruch Shal Mishnah Parashat Shema Kol Dodenu Dofek. They didn't get to the Mishnah part of their, you know, Tikkun. And what happened? Batko came. The Batko came back again. And it said, here, my beloved, the most first class of first class that do the mitzvah in the most mahadran, the beautiful way, the most super deluxe. He says, all the people that are dead, he says, even the heavenly ground has been resurrected. And it told us a lot of secrets and wisdom. And then again it said, Ashrechem, 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 fortunate are you, my beloved, that you're raising the Shekhinah. Because thank God now you're ten. And now, right, anything holy needs ten. And he says, the Shekhinah said, the Batko said, he says, if your eyes were able to see, you would see the great fire that has engulfed the Beit Midrash. Can you imagine that? Wow. There was a, there was a heavenly fire that engu- had engulfed their Beit Midrash, but they didn't see it. He says, this entire house is engulfed in a heavenly fire. That's pretty amazing. Then it said, become very, 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 Powerful and strong and do not uh, break your bound with the heavenly heaven, right? Because it's Chaim Hi. Once you're learning, when you go away from Torah, it's like you're going away from the magnet of life. So it says, then it says right after that we said Shema Laud and Baruch Shem Kevod Malchuto like Yom Kippur and other things for half an hour and then we went to learn again. Oh, this is even before Chatzot, I apologize. Then at mi- after at midnight, it came to us again. And it talked to us for another hour. And he says, I bear testimony by God, by the heavens and the earth. He says, I'm not even explaining to you one of one hundredths what happened that night, right? Of the secrets that it told us. Hmm. And it says, um, he says, even what we read, we did write down from the things that we heard that night from the bad call and the segulas 
it was only one of one hundredth. He says, He says, there was also some super secret stuff that I wasn't allowed to write. Right? He says, my brothers and my nation, this should make you, this good news should make your souls alive again. The great friends that were complete in their Torah and mitzvot, they saw a new energy come into the world. And they themselves became reinvigorated, right? A Ruach HaChadasha came inside of them. And he says also, on Shabbat, the Bat Kol came, the heavenly voice came again to the Bet Yosef. And he said, we, the Shekhinah said, right, the, hopefully the Mashiach will come soon and then we'll be able to serve God. He says, this is what I tell you. Who writes this? Rav Shlomo Al-Kabetz. The person that, the author of the Lachadudi. Mm-hmm. So Rav Volvis says, he says, this happened how many years ago? Like uh, 375 years ago. Or 400 years ago. When Ravolda wrote the Sefer, it was like 50 years ago, maybe 40 years ago. So approximately, not not a million years ago, right? Like um, 350 or 67 years ago. And by the way, you know the Ramchal also had the same thing. You know the Ramchal also wrote a Zohar? Did you know that? When I was with my brother, Rabbi Yehuda Moradian. The Ramchal wrote parts of the Zohar? No, it's a, he wrote a new Zohar because he also uh, had... He also had Revelations from Eliyahu Hanavi. Oh. It's called Zohar Chadash. It's written by the Ramchal. Yeah. He writes over there. So he says, he said that they, they didn't believe him. Most of it got burnt because they thought he was, you know, the Ramchal, they didn't understand him. That he was kind of like the... Yeah. They thought he was another Shabbatai Tzvi. Exactly. He said, unfortunately, we lost it. He says, but still, parts of it we do have. They do have it. Me and me and my uh, brother-in-law were actually learning it at yeah. his caver. Wow. He's a, he's a big big into Kabbalah. Where's his caver? Right next to Rabbi Kiva. Because yeah. they say maybe a Mina Gilgul. Because Rabbi Kiva until forty didn't learn, and he only lived forty years, so he was mashlim. Ah, uh, was mashlim. So he says Yadua. He says also also the Ra Gra most definitely had Racha Kodesh. But then the angels came to tell him to reveal him. The circuit of the Torah says, I don't want you guys to reveal it. The cross said, he says, I want to figure it out myself. I don't want freebies. <laughs> so he says, he says, I want to do it through Amelut. I want to, I don't want you guys to reveal me the secrets of Torah. Wow. So he says, these, all these stories that the Ramchal had Elio Hanavi come to him and the Bet Yosef had this story of the Bat Kol, these shows us that the Shechina, the divine presence of Hashem was still amongst the nation of Israel. And <laughs> Rav Chaim Kanyevsky, there's like 10,000 stories. Of <laughs> it's impossible to explain these stories unless Rav Chaim, had Kani, Rav Chaim even Rabbi Netanelli that was with us here today. The stories that you, you hear about him, he's in the Olama Atzilut. He's in a different spiritual world. So... Um, Hashem should help us to to realize 
that the Shekhinah is always among us. Velo Alman Israel. In every nation, you should know, the Bet Yosef writes this, in every generation, even today, there are people that have Gilu Eliyahu. That Eliyahu Anavi comes, the Benishchai had it, they say Rav Eliyashev had it, that Ashrem Yishra Apanav Bechalom, Ashrem Yishra Apanav Shalom, Chazel Shalom, Hashem should um, help us, the Mashiach come, Amen.